What's up, Kyle? How we living, man? We living good. We living good. We calling out politicians, standing up for getting this country back in line. I think that's the right thing to do. Got to do it. Got to do it. Uh, remember, you can follow us on the radio, KTalk 1640 AM. You can find us on uh, our website, wearethepeople.org. Click radio. And then from radio, you uh, can either watch or listen. You can also find us on YouTube under We Are The People Radio, Podbeam, Spotify, all of the major podcasts. Do a search for We Are The People Radio, and we are there. Thank you, Savannah, running the studio, keeping things moving here. We had a great last episode uh, with uh, Elaine Moore, who has uh, been on it, trying to make sure that uh, there's no funny business in our elections. And uh, I'll give a huge shout-out to uh, Brian McKenzie. What a stud coming on here, taking some fire and uh, responding with uh, – I thought he was great. I appreciate him. What, what, that's, that's a solid dude. I think anyone who serves the people and is willing to stand up under uh, that kind of pressure and, and come on a show that you know we, we, we are very strong on election integrity, I give him props. He sits on a very important bridge, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, again, I don't know if you realize the gravity that it sits on. Actually, it's a lot. It is, especially when, again, all you got to do is look back at Venezuela and, I mean, pretty much every country that falls and these, you know, revolutions that are happening around the world and it's, it's, it's people lose control of their elections. So, anyway, shout out to Brian. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for, uh, you know, being, you know, taking the, taking the questions and, uh, and listening to the people because, you know, we got to be heard. So, <coughs> you talk about uh, bridges. For those who are watching, look yeah, at this. That look segue. at that picture. Mama. That so. is gorgeous. Can we get that camera picked that up? Yeah. That is amazing. So, Brian McKenzie, uh, he. Uh, Kyle Fox. I told you I can only remember two, three names. Foxy. Two names. You can call me Foxy. That'll Foxy. Stick in your I, don't, mind. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm known by Flag Guy. Listen, the. My wife or some of the girls might call you Foxy. I'll stay. I'll 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 stay with Kyle. <laughs> Just so, trying to brand you here. <laughs> so Kyle, yeah, what's the website? Followtheflag.org. And, and your social media? Follow the flag. Follow the flag. And if you're not following him on social media, go to follow the flag on the Instagram. That's where I know he's at. Uh, and uh, followtheflag.org. You said? That's right. Dot org, and. Uh, and again, that is a beautiful photo. So, so let's do this. Now I've got you. We've you know interrupt, no interruptions. We've got you for an hour here. Tell us your story. We're going to get into you know follow the flag, and I'll tell you so our listeners know. Follow the flag. He he flies some of the biggest flags, or is or is it the biggest? The world's largest to ever fly. The world's largest flag, American flag, to fly. So I'm sitting in the presence of greatness. I'm just a flag bearer. I love it. I love it. And uh, this picture, where, where is that? So this is Twin Falls over the uh, Prine Bridge, the gorge that uh, Evil Knievel, about less than a mile east of here, jumped. And uh, in his documentary, I was just checking out, it said no man has ever conquered that canyon because he didn't make it. He made it in my mind. Yeah. But we made it. We crossed 1,700 foot gorge a wow. couple weeks ago. That's that is honestly that's inspiring, and, and the flag to me is, is powerful. And uh, you know, we can talk about uh, let's today. I want to talk about why the flag is powerful. But um, <clears throat> you know, this this radio show is a ultimately is about regular people who will stand up and take this country back. Um, as we were talking about in the last uh, half hour, the last last hour. You know, we're on the verge of losing this country. Would you agree with that? Some of my friends have brought up that um, hanging by a thread term. Yeah. What do you see here? I see some. It's hanging on a thread. Yeah. So. Well, I, I uh, we, we believe that the key to saving this country is not politicians. It's regular, homegrown American boys and girls standing up, you know, any level of education, standing up and, and and standing into their God-given calling to defend America. 
whether that's going out in the battlefield, whether it's inspiring people to remember what the flag stands for, which you've done, whether it's going out like Elaine does and canvassing, uh, whether, you know, <coughs> whether it's, <coughs> you know, good, honest person running for office just to clean things up, or whether it's, you know, going and, 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 and just standing up on social media. You know, it is, it is regular people who are, who are going to save this country and uh, not politicians and surely not celebrities. So I, I see you as one of the, an example of a regular person who's, you know, doing um, incredible, inspiring things. So I guess what, you know, I'd like to start with is tell us your story. How, did, how does uh, a guy like you all of a sudden have the, uh, is, is get here in this room with us and being known for flying the biggest flag in the, in the world? Yeah, so uh, I'm a PG boy. PG. Right Pleasant Grove, baby. I love it. Uh, the flag is flies in its home in Grove Creek just uh, to the north, to the left of the G on the mountain. So one square mile, I'm going to turn 44 this month, and then one square mile. So um, I, I grew up right here in Utah County, um, and uh, I mentioned earlier a little bit of a wild child. Um, I, uh, I learned a lot. I, I take all my uh, bumps and bruises and scrapes as um, part of my um, education. You learn better. Growth. You learn better by touching the hot stove. Yes, sir. You, you, and me both, brother. Yep, yep. So, um, anyhow, I did a lot of things. So many things. Um, my wife would sit here and tease me, and a bunch of other people just say they think I'm perfect. And I'll tell you what. There's a lot of black marks that I've been trying to erase over the yeah. years. I made a lot of mistakes, and I was I was young and dumb. Yeah, and that happens. Y you know something though. I I, I find that. A lot of my friends who are really just some of the greatest patriots who love freedom, they tend to be born with a little bit of a spirit that says, don't tread on me. <laughs> and when they see whether it's a teacher or m even mom and dad or someone who's an authority figure exer trying to exercise control, their soul says, no, 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 control doesn't come from God. Control comes from someone else. And I value and I fought for freedom. And, I, and, and it is something I will fight eternally for. And so when people try to control those those noble spirits, those noble as kids, they they rebel, yeah. and this, sometimes it can get them in trouble when they when they're young. But I find a lot of them come back and realize that uh, you know they're, that that really it's not about rebelling from authority. It's not about rebelling from God. It's about rebelling from tyranny. Yeah. So anyhow, looking back now too, here's the other part of this that's that's yeah. great, and I've seen now is all these people who. You know, my, my boys back in the day that we were doing things in the night and doing things where we shouldn't be, I'm still in, in influence on them. You know, they're not all still in those, those ways of life, and yeah. we've all changed and grown, but still I, I'm able to have an influence of good on everyone that I've ever con come in contact with. So, um, and I've experienced things through, you know, doing that, and I can help others that way. So, um, anyways, I build from that. And so part of... Part of that, and growing up, I, I found myself with a, uh, a young family, and um, this stunt came up. I had this idea: let's let's surprise our community. And um, where did where did this love of uh, why a flag? Like, well, obviously you're patriotic. Where did that, that that this patriotic love of the country, you love the flag? Where did that come from? It well, it just came from God because at the time it wasn't there for me. I needed to learn this. I was I I was taught this over the last nine years. I had a grandfather who was a combat photographer in the Navy, served on the Kitty Hawk, and uh, that influence was there. He passed in two thousand two, and I was sixteen years old or something like this, and I wasn't around at sixteen much. <laughs> um, so, anyways, um, I didn't have a deep influence. My influence, to be honest, was a Utah culture influence of being a patriot. Movies, music, TV. Wow. I didn't have people on my street, soldiers, you know. I didn't talk to them. I didn't see them much. They may might have saw them and prayed, but I, I didn't have that deep, real, like living, breathing um, patriot to, to really influence me. Yeah. I love my fathers. I have a few fathers, and they taught me everything, but I didn't have it. So this taught me. 
So this was totally from God. So just out of the blue, one day you're like, let's hang night, a flag. In the night of July 3rd, let's go and do this. And the city will wake up and wonder what the just happened. What's going on up there? Why is that there? And it's like, if you build it, they will come. So how, how did you, so, so tell our listeners what you did, um, because, and, and how you did it. Yeah. So, um, I used to kind of keep it a closed book, but I want to, I want the flags to fly as much as they can all the time. They're not meant to be stored. So you should do this anywhere do, and do everywhere. We have, do we have, let me see if we got another. another so if you've here. got a drone and if you've got some fishing line and a flag, you can do this. So I've got some expert drone pilots. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so, so you did it the first time? So that way you did it the first time too? Oh, the first time. We were cavemen, man. It was like throwing <laughs> spools of rope off a cliff and trying to gather them and untangle so them. So for our listeners them. that don't know, he, I mean, if you again, if, if, if it's awesome if you're watching, go to YouTube or our website and you watch. Basically what he did is he went from one side of the canyon to the other side of the canyon. Right. And hung his mat. How big was that flag? So that one was what you see at Macy's, the shopping centers. It's a 30 by 60. It's the big ones that you see on the poles. Yeah. Those are big. But stretched it across Pleasant Grove. Grove Creek. Grove Creek Canyon. Yeah. So, yeah, we just flew a line across and then stage it up to a bigger line and stage it up again to a bigger line. It's like a shower curtain. And, and you just do it at nighttime? You clip it on. We don't anymore because we got but you did. permits in place. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just shower it over there. And we... We like a big, um, a big, amazing unfurling, so it goes out in a sock and it sits there overnight. So July fourth morning at 2023, you're gonna find yourself in the parking lot. It'll be nice, crisp, and cool by the dawn's early lights, the ceremony, mm. and then that cannon, a cannon will fire. There'll be a choir staged and ready to sing. There'll be horses and eagles and flyovers and then that flag just begins to come out of that sock and it just boom your goosebumps will stand up you know a couple feet on your arms and that flag starts to fly wow but that's not what it was the first time no the first time there was no no cannon i imagine no uh, choirs no uh, what, i mean what the first time you just did it in the middle of the night i had a 1949 chevy pickup we did pull that up, and I did stand in the back of it, and my, my kids read a poem. Uh, I did have a soldier say a few things. So we did start with the program. We wanted to give it, you know, the proper ceremony that yeah. it deserved, and we did start it small. But it was that first year, it was fun. If you follow along with me, I'm going to do these kinds of things all the time, but it's like show up at this place, something big's going to happen. That's all that's they got. That's so cool. So when they showed up, that's what it was. That's so cool. Yeah. So the first year you do it, did the city push back or anyone try to give you? Well, they didn't push back because they didn't know <laughs> that's, <laughs> until that's, it was there. That's, I, that's my style. Just, and go, it was like, just do it. It was like Nike, I guess. Just just do it. So, um, yeah, we were kind of ready to see, you know, how they would receive it. Um, and then, we, you know, everyone's like, who's going to mess with or tell us to take American flag down? We've had that happen in other states and places that we've done this. Um, but, no, it was love. It was love. And, it, and what it was is the first few days, um, it was, you know, three, three real quick stories here. Someone, a, a, a soldier, r running on the trail up there going by in a very, very dark place in her life, fell to her knees after she saw it for the first time. Wow. So for her, it was just like, it was for her. She needed this. And now we're the biggest, deepest friends, and we do everything together, arm in arm, and fight this war. And uh, another was a Gold Star mother whose 18-year-old son went to boot camp and did not come home. You want to? I mean, you kind of just did that. I th a lot of people don't know what a Gold Star parent is, or a yeah. Mother. So Gold Star, if you, it's a group you do not want to be a part of, because yeah. that means that someone has lost their life fighting for our country. They have shed blood. So if you're a parent and you lose your son, you're in the you're, gold star. You're a gold star mother yeah. or father. Yeah, Jenny Taylor is a gold star wife to her husband Brent. Has seven kids. Who's close friend to me. Um, so, anyways, and what is this? Wh has she talked to you about what this means to her? Well, when her husband passed, um, insider attack. We were there in three days flying it, which ended up being on the. Uh, Veterans Day, 
and she was escorted across town by her sister and pointed up to the canyon and there turned out that canyon was an identical twin to Grove Creek so we had all the rigging and equipment and everything where was that what canyon did you do that this is North Ogden so if you look at your your watch on October 29th it will be flying in North Ogden that's uh, my daughter's getting uh, sealed in the temple that day, and that's my uh, anniversary. Are you going to be up that way? Uh, or down well, here? She's getting married down in, Pro- in Provo. Okay. But well, it'll be so up. That's, so it's that'll up be in Ogden. So that's this coming the 29th. Through the 12th of, of November. So she does this now in behalf of her husband and elections. She and gets elections. people out to get out and vote. Yeah. Has she talked to you about what it means to her? Oh, time and time and time and time again. Like, I called her today for some advice. And uh, we're working on some other fundraising. Her gala's coming up. She's doing her fundraising. So we kind of helped. Her husband passed, and then here she is now. I don't know if you've seen what she does, but it's completely phenomenal, all the things that she's doing and a part of. I I can't understand with the seven kids and everything. But she has an amazing organization, and she's fighting this war, you know, just along the way that you are and I am and Elaine and everybody else has. So, yeah, she's she's amazing. It, it meant the world to her, and it spring-barred her into what she's doing today, I think. That's so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so at what point did you did it go from just you just did it for fun, or not for fun, fun but as the first time it was, you said it was almost like it wasn't quite stunt. a prank, but a stunt. When did that become for you like something like that really became – I don't know. Is it? Do you feel like this is tied to your purpose? A hundred percent. And it was immediate. As soon as that first flag flew, and and then it was reaffirmed. The third story I didn't say real quick, and it's an easy one. Tell it. The ninety-year-old vet, the ninety-year-old vet who could barely walk, and come up to me and say, "This is the greatest thank you that I've received from my country." And I step back, and it's a drone flying a string, and a big flag in a canyon and I I can tell you now nine years later with all the miracles and the places and the people and how it's changed me but then I couldn't at all but man and I still can't describe like the recipe that's the recipe fly a string rope and a big flag but how is this pillar of palpable spirit and patriotism that just floods the whole canyon i'm telling you that it was filled from the water level down to the bottom of the water up into the sky you could not you could not deny the power and the filling of the flag when you're anywhere around this <coughs> let me ask you a question this was a little bit deeper but it's something that's been on my mind in the last little while What is so powerful about the flag? Why is it when we look at the American flag that our souls fill fill with not just patriotism, but but there's a spirit there that fills our souls, right? Mm -hmm. There's something within us that, like you said, goosebumps. It's there's I would almost say a spiritual essence to the flag. Have you ever thought about why or what the flag means? What is what, what are your thoughts on that? It's amazing because it's, it's going to be different for everyone, and it's going to be different from what I tell you now and tomorrow. But that's the beauty of it. I think what it is is if you have any love for this country or any respect for this country or how it got here, where it could go, and what it means, it's, it's the history, and it's the future. It's the, it is the one thing that we all have in common is that. Yeah. So... Um, me 10 15 years ago it was red white and blue stars and stripes and now it's those families it's these friends it's this this group of people that i've ran into all over that have fallen in love with their flag i've got these kids that um at 10 years old he started doing this with me he now has chosen to go serve a a mission for the church so for nine years, I watched this kid grow up under this, and he wouldn't be anywhere near, I don't think, of what he is as, of a patriot if he wasn't a part of this. So I don't know. That to me is 
something huge to me. Do you think the flag is, the American flag is sacred? Completely. Well, it was born by God, our country. And this was the first thing that we were like, okay, this is us. You know, I say this has been something on my mind a lot. And uh, this year we got a big flagpole and uh, in our yard and, and a big flag. Um, you know, six, what, six by eight. Um, so it's, it's a big nice. one. I don't know if it was that's like quite. I wouldn't call it big, but that's big. <laughs> it's not big. But no, it, that's I'm a big neighbor. That's it's a, a big, house. It's a big house flag. Big house How about flag. That? It's, big, it's big for it's big for the neighborhood. It's, I love it. It's the biggest one. Yeah, you uh, can hear by it. Far. You can hear oh, it man, from inside you can, your you house. You can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it. I, I mean, we love that. And uh, so I spent a lot of time thinking about it, and obviously what we do for a living, and and well, if you know, fighting for this country, and I ran for office, and um, but I, I spent a lot of time thinking about the flag lately and you know one of the things that i just kind of thought about with it is it's kind of there's something about you know it's 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 in the air and it's a connect it actually it floats on the wind you know which is symbolic because it's because you can't see the wind you know what i mean it, but it's it's the wind is the divine it's it's god it's you know it's 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 a bridge between heaven and earth does that make sense yeah like it, it's, it floats above us and towards the heavens, and and it's the hand of the the wind. It is it is the movement of God that that carries it, and uh, it is something you can get emotional about because it represents, you know, and I think it represents something to everybody, but I think to to, to all of us, it represents everything that is good about America, about our culture, about our how blessed we are as a nation. It represents, you know, God's hand, like you said, in is, in establishing this country, and and it's that, and it is that's it's just that powerful reminder that it sits up there in the heavens, and it's that between heaven and earth, it's not on the ground, it's it stays between heaven and earth, and there's a covenant between God and man, and simplicity, yeah, it and it unites people, it, it it does unite people because it's not, you know, there's there's while it's while what it symbolizes is is our, where we came from, and where we're going, it's it's it 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 should unite people, and I think it does. And I think its message is infinite, right? You and I and Sav, Savvy, we could all sit here and talk for hours and hours and hours about how much we love the people in this country, the people on this earth, the you know. All the things that this is a fact for us, it, we could sit and talk forever. And so it's all those things that just engulf us. That's what it means to me. One of my uh, favorite stories about the flag is not actually a story directly about the flag. It's, um, it, it's tied to my favorite painting and, and one, of my one of my favorite uh, points in history because it's a point it's a moment favorite moment in history and that's uh george washington and, and the, this prayer of valley forge um <clears throat> which was arguably one of the most difficult times of his life and uh, you know time when they were literally hand carting people out of the winter in the cold winter of they're starving and literally hand carting dead bodies out every single day and they said the colors at uh, valley forge were red white and brown Red from white as the snow, red from the, all the blood from the you know just people just you know being amputated, the problems, this you know the death, and brown from the mud, and um, you know it's during that point that really drove him to really draw close to God because suffering does that for us, and <clears throat> it was at Valley Forge that are you familiar with his vision? Mm-hmm. It was at Valley Forge that he had a vision where he had an angelic vi visitor come and visit him. And, and part of that story, the, the flag is, is an integral part of that story. And, and for our listeners that, that aren't familiar, I'll, I'll give a very brief recap. And you can join, jump in if anywhere if I miss anything. But he sees basically this angelic visitor comes in and, and visits him in his, in his office, his, in his, uh, his headquarters, or his quarters. And uh, she shows him a vision, and he sees, you know, a vision of, of the Revolutionary War, and he sees, you know, in the end, America triumph. And then he sees a vision of, uh, 
of America growing and, and coming together and then all of a sudden being divided over the slave issue in Africa and, and at war with each other and bloodshed. And then, and then she comes, I don't know if she had a flag that time too, but she comes and says, um, um, friends at first or friends at last, and she sees the, the, the nation heal over and I think each time she's carrying the flag and the final thing he sees the, the nation spread out and lights all over the country and he sees America come under attack you know all the nations coming and descending on America which, which to me is you know a symbolic of what's to come you know third, third World War three which you know China and Russia would be that and possibly UN but he sees America under attack and he says at the, at the very verge of America falling, he sees a host of angels come down and, and they're carrying the flag. And he sees, um, you know, America saved by heavenly, heavenly forces, heavenly angels. And, and, sh and she has, and I, 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 don't, I can't look it up right now, but she has the flag and she basically says around this union, you know, this, that, that this, this union would, would basically save the people. They rally around this union and the flag, but she talks about the flag. And she, you know, the flag is mentioned there as an important part of the people coming together. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we've all heard the Constitution would hang by a thread and be saved. And one of the things that ties into that, which, again, to me makes this so the flag so sacred, is uh, Ezra Taft Benson said he, it's his belief that when the Savior returns, that the st stars and stripes will still be floating in the breeze. So I think the flag is, is obviously very sacred. And I, I think it unites people. And I think you see so many people who aren't willing to stand up and, and wear a shirt that says, come and take it, for example, or you know, one of these patriotic shirts, they'll wear the flag. You know, because it's, it, and, and so many people will rally around the flag, and I think the flag has power to save us. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And, and um, the, the thing that I think builds on this and people just start, if you, if you don't have a deep-rooted love for this flag or maybe something's not there yet, you haven't experienced it, I think the way of getting it is to get out and, and get engaged and get active because it, these young boys that have, and, and girls, all of us, over the l last nine years, is all these events and these activities where, okay, the first ones that I've experienced was this gold star mom, and I didn't know what even a gold star was, and this veteran, he's standing there in tears telling me this is the greatest thank you he's had from his country, and then all these other stories start coming out of him. So then I begin to fall passionately in love because I know his story personally. It's like I, I almost lived it. Some of us mm -hmm. live it and fight for it. Unfortunately, we lose loved ones. But that's how you do it is you get actively out and going and just just show up to a fall the flag event and you're going to be standing next to a patriot. I would say, you know, one step even easier than that is fly a flag. Truly. You know, this is something that really bothers me is in June, <clears throat> you know, you're here in Utah a state that's supposedly conservative. You know, we talked about that in the first hour. It's gone very purple. And I, I, I really struggle with how many people will fly a flag that represents, you know, you know, the gay flag, the LGBT flag that represents, you know, so much that is uh, gone astray in this country, especially here in Utah. And then 4th of July, they don't, you know, there's, there's more people flying gay flags than there are people flying our... our for the Ukraine flag, then they're flying American flag. Right. And to me, it's like, you know, you can stand up for your country. You can stand up against corruption. You can, if you have concerns with, against what's happening with our president, you know, calling you a domestic terrorist and people who believe, if you have concerns with an FBI that's labeling mothers who are standing up at the school boards and, and people who are standing up for life, if you have a concern about them calling us domestic terrorists and going after and tearing, you know, going after people, if you're afraid to stand up and, and speak on the airwaves or you're afraid to speak up on social media, if you're afraid to speak up in, in, your, in your congregations, you know what you can do? You can fly a freaking flag. And that right. flag says something. Right. That it flag, that, when you fly a flag, it says something. 
and it and it says something far more powerful than than even what you can say with your mouth. Yeah, some of those are. I think there's people who flew, and don't now, right? Yeah. I think they've been lied to and taught that if you fly that, then this means something totally different. They're they're allowing <coughs> that to divide us. We, for years, we didn't have security. We didn't need. We didn't think we security over the flag and the and the rig and the setup up there, but. You know, a few years back, we decided. Well, we had we had some threats that came to us, and uh, so we, then we did. We staffed security, but like, it, it's silly. It really is silly. I kind of wish my wife was here because you know we we went to a uh, they had a, this um, drag show at BYU, a family family friendly drag show down in Provo, and some people had these you know signs about pedophilia and grooming and. You know, we we had I had a flag and I was there just with a flag, and a lot of the people who were you know part of the part of the thing they all most of them their big thing was was their was their rainbow flags. There's tons of rainbow flags, and when we were done, my wife said, you know, there's a lot of signs out there, but there was nothing more powerful than the than the you than you flying than the flat flying our flag. She says that says more than anything else. It wasn't offensive wasn't mean didn't say anything it wasn't it just but a it reminder. said it was a reminder of who we are and what's right and did you get much heat not really and because 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 it's because it's no and i didn't sweet Good. but that but that's but she but what she said and that's why it's interesting i wish she was here because she's because obviously we we our mission with we are the people is to take this country back and it is, it is to clean house it is inspire the people to stand up and take back their god-given rights and her thing was, Jason, it's, it's, it's around the flag. And we read that George Washington's vision that night. And she says, well, if we could only inspire, like, part of the movement is to get people to fly their flag, have one day a month where everyone just flies the flag, and it means something. And everyone who knows what it means flies it. And, and, and you have one day a month where everyone ev it's fly the flag day. And, and, and that's where patriots stand up. And we all remember, every time you see a flag, you know where they stand. And I, I can get behind that. Well, I'm telling you this right <laughs> now because, you know, we have a lot we're trying to do. In fact, I think we've bitten off more than we can chew, <laughs> quite frankly, with, with doing the radio the and all this is. stuff we're trying to do. But, you know, as we're talking today, that's this conversation we've had with my wife comes back that maybe we should try to do that. Maybe that's maybe that's something we should do to s is start driving a, a once a month, you know, fly the flag, stand stand by the flag, and hand where we encourage everybody. And we get out of media and we get out on the billboards and we yep. push – for the first Saturday of every month or whatever it is, fly your flag and and that can be that could be a powerful thing. It definitely can. Have you done those flag drives? Oh, in the Been trucks. A part of those? Are you kidding me? Yeah, we like all that. the Trump trains thing type yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, you get your flag on a truck. I mean, yeah, yeah, the convoys. We did a convoy. We did a convoy from uh, all the way down to down past Moab yeah. from here. We did up the Capitol. We did one down to Moab. We, we yeah. So those are fun. They are. I fun. love it. And people are on the sides of the streets watching and waving and enjoying it. And you know it that is could a be a fun, cool thing to do. Fun time. That you know we should we should work on doing something like that where we do we start a once a month flag day and and, and we and you do a convoy the same day. You know we have a fire truck. You do. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a fire truck now, so everything we need to deploy and do. A flag like this anywhere, whatever, it's all on the truck now. And if we have to blow water out of it, we can do that. You know, I, I want to tell you yeah, something real yeah, quick, tell too. Some that stories. We, we, got, we, we were talking time. about um, flying the flag, and it's so free. I've got to describe this. If you haven't seen it in person, um, you've got a pole now, and it's amazing. I, l I love that you put a pole up and have a flag there. But what happens on a pole, and I have one, too, What's different about a canyon is the pole is rigid. It doesn't move anywhere. Mm. So the flag's attached and just waves, and that's normal and beautiful, and that's what happens. But what we do out here in the canyon, so this was 1,700 feet across. The line across is not rigid enough. It's not. We couldn't We couldn't get rigid. So it's got like, I think it has like 100. Is this, is this we're talking about this one right here? It, yeah, any of them in the canyons. So we've got like 150 to 200 feet of travel on the flag pole. So you're talking the, the flag's going like up into the air and diving. Wow. And soaring all over the place. It's all over the place. Like flying, basically. Flying. 
Yes. So it is really something to see, to see it fly like that. Um, yeah, I just wanted to add that bit. Um, can I tell you a really uh, powerful uh, story? Please. One of, the, one of the missions that we've gone on. So um, our first time that we left Grove Creek to fly anywhere was to North Ogden for Brent Taylor when he, he, his life was taken. And that ended up being on uh, Veterans Day, 2018. And then um, 2019, uh, there's a story that uh, came across the news of uh, it was nine Americans, and it actually ended up being, um, I guess, about 17 Americans were either killed or injured by the cartel in Lahore, Mexico. Um, it was three women that were killed and, and uh, six children. Six of the additional children that lived uh, were in the hospital in Tucson, Arizona. Um, so these these people were killed in their car. They were burned in their cars and shot. And I remember disaster, just totally horrific. So that story hit, and I have a two minute commute from my house to work, and so I don't get a lot of radio time. But tw both times going to and from work it was that story and it just hit me and I had we had just had you know a team go to North Ogden and travel and put up a flag in a place we've never done it and uh, during that day I actually got on Google Earth and started scouting an, uh, an area near Tucson Arizona near the hospital and found a spot and uh, quick phone call to my wife gave me a thumbs up you should do this you're crazy and then a quick phone call to some of my team and um, just silence on the other end of the line when I started to describe to them, you know, what we could do and should do. This was another just do it moment. We have to respond quickly and they, we, the red tape takes too much time. So two of us hit um, the airport and we're, we were on a plane that next morning while the rest of our team prepared the flags and the rigging and the equipment and everything and loaded. And uh, we got on the ground and they, they weren't gonna leave until we told them that this canyon would allow for us to do this. So we, we boots on the ground and shot lasers and distances and found rock and found- So you actually asked permission first? From God? We did. <laughs> that was it. From my wife. I like your style, dude. But, but no, we, this is one of the times that um, we had guns almost drawn on us, but um, I don't need to even tell that part of the story. It, I'm interested. It really didn't happen, but the good part of the story was that the canyon was good. We gave them the thumbs up, and it was a 14 to 16-hour drive from Utah in a truck and trailer to get all our equipment there and the flag. And, uh, you know, the one part of it is finding a place to put the light because we have a 700 million candle foot light that shines on it Jeez. through the night <clears throat> and uh, we had to find property that we could put that light on so this would be a person that would allow us to do yeah. that and be part of it yeah. which is putting their neck out there we ended up um, finding an immigrant who had like three million dollar properties that he was building on and he like scraped us away with his track hoe to That's put the so light cool. up there That's so but anyways the big story here, this family just lost these, um, the family members, and we had no intention whatsoever to do anything outside of just, we're going to go fly a flag for this, these people. That was it. Th we wouldn't have any intention to reach them, to send them anything. Just It was just the motion of the flag flying was for them on their behalf. And uh, so the line... The team gets there. We set the line. How big is your team? <coughs> um, that team, it was probably like seven of them. I guess six-ish. They all crammed in a pickup and drove out. And so, um, so anyways, they, they get there. We get the line set. So that's drilling anchors, setting um, anchors, flying the line, getting our, our main line set and all that. And uh, lay in bed that night. And we're pushing this out on social media. Um, and we get a message that says, um, I don't know who you guys are or what you're doing. Um, all I know is um, I'm curious and I'm, I'm at the hospital with some of these children. 
and I know the family. And um, I'm like, wow, okay. And she's like, well, we'd, I'd like to come out tomorrow. Um, can you tell me more information? I don't have a car. I'm going to Uber over. And I just stopped and said, we'll pick you up. Don't worry about it. We'll come get you. And uh, the next morning we show up, and um, there was a man and a woman there. And we pull up to the hospital, and uh, they hop in. We start making our way. And this is bright and early in the morning. We're going to go deploy this flag. And uh, they hop in as we start to drive away. My wife says, I, I've got to ask you guys this question. What is your relation to the family? And the, the husband says, Those, that's my wife and my kids. So here we are you know, 14 hours away from home in a place that we just found the day before and end up being invited to pick him up. And his hands were the last hands on that flag that morning as it went into the air. And he hugged us and cried and told us all he needed was a, some friends. And uh, I, I, I have no other way to describe that happening by uh, not having the hand of God involved in what we were doing and from the get-go on this uh, organization follow the flag it's always been guided by him and um, I pray that I can continue to keep the focus to always have him as the lead and the guide of what we're doing well that's cool dude <coughs> You know, it's funny, as I was going to ask you if you felt that uh, <coughs> God's hand was involved with uh, Follow the Flag and, and, and you doing this. Um, but yeah, I guess you kind of answered that question. Yeah. No, it, uh, the most interesting thing that I told you this earlier, the reason that we deal with all this uh, um, adversity and evil and corruption and war because of the good that is there. Satan knows, evil knows that we are a major threat. You're a major threat. So every morning when you wake up and come home with as a hard day because things get in your way, the reason that he's chasing you down is because you're a severe threat to what he has in mind. And so it's taken me a lot of years um, I have confronted things um, over the last nine years that have nearly rocked me to, uh, you know, the organization failure, ma marriage failure, um, friends completely lost, family, extended family, all of it. Like it's nearly, you know, um, flatline on all of it. And I suffered through it over years and then recognized why and then uh, learned from it and actually seen a lot of people that have that um, I guess I'm just going to say went another direction come back mm. and say I'm sorry I don't know why or how this got off course or what happened but um, I apologize um, and not all, not all the issues are just you know, people that have turned, but all the other issues that come in life that are heavy and and, and slow you down. Um, so I've learned a lot from all of that uh, adversity and, and uh, recognize why it's coming after me. And now I kind of like, um, I have, I'm, I guess, premeditated. I know why it's coming, coming after me now. And I'm just got to remember to keep pump, pumping the iron and be ready for it. <coughs> pumping the iron. <laughs> Spiritual iron. Yep. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. Because <clears throat> I believe that um, we are at war. And I, I believe this is a war that's been going on through all eternity. And it is, it is a war for the agency of man. You know, a war, for, a war over, you know, our ability to choose God. Our, our war over our ability to choose for ourselves how we want to live our lives whether we want to be good people whether we want to be bad whether we want to you know climb to the highest heights or you know fall to the lowest lows 
and I believe <coughs> it's it's a war that we battle as individuals, you know, for our own, over our own s enslavement, you know, uh, over our weaknesses and, you know, the way that I think darkness wants us to be enslaved through addiction or bad habits or, or just playing at a, at a, a level of, uh, that does not allow us to become who we're capable of becoming. And he also does it through kings, through elite, through, you know, through the, through the few that try to control the, 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 uh, the, the masses uh, through tyranny. Um, you're obviously fighting that fight on, on an individual level, right? That's what I kind of heard, but also you're fighting that fight on a, uh, on the bigger playing field, the the, the playing field of of, pr of protecting your th those rights for others against these ruling elite. I mean, the same conversation we've been having today, you know, all day, you know, earlier today. There's a lot of people who are fighting that fight. Um, you know, standing up for freedom, whether it's on the battlefield or or, you know, one of the one of the one of the quotes, uh, one of my favorite quotes is it's. Uh, I think it was Thomas Paine said, it's the duty of the true patriot to protect his country from its government. We tend to think about protecting our country from, from external threats, but it's always the internal threat that's the greatest danger, just like with our own lives. Our, our, my, our greatest enemy is always the enemy within. You know, the, it's, it's, it's ourselves. Yeah. And it's the duty of the true patriot to protect his country from its government. And there's a lot of people who are fighting that fight you know, fighting to, to against the corruption in America that's taking this country down. For those listeners and those viewers, and I think a lot, we have a lot of viewers of that caliber, you know, that, that, uh, that are those type of people who, who, who are fighting that fight. For those who are fighting that fight and who are struggling, who are feeling under attack, that are feeling uh, the weight and the heaviness and the, and the attacks on the family and on their own personal lives. And uh, what advice would you have, you know, for them? All right, listen. I think for a lot of my life, I was taught the, a lot of good things and how to make a difference in the world. And, and here was like the five or the 10. This is how you can do it. And from what I just described to you, evil comes at me and you and all of us in not 10 things or not a dozen. They come at us uh, millions and in infinity ways, mm. sneaky, snaky, any way you can describe it, they'll come and hit you. So is flying a flag across the canyon and planting seeds and growing patriots and causing people to fall in love with the flag, having them listen as they stand next to the soldier, speak to them on why this country means so much to them, and and learning of you know these young kids that are falling in love with their flag and making a difference by rigging the flag and traveling with us to do these different events, is that not a way is that not one of the million ways that we can push good um, because like you said are you in uniform am i in uniform fighting this war i think these soldiers well i've heard it from them i've had messages come from i've had um streamers be sent to me from afghanistan telling us the gratitude that they have for us doing what we're doing like they go out they leave their families and sacrifice their life. They're willing to. And what would they want us doing at home? So that's the question is like, what are we doing to make a difference, to make it worthy for them to leave their families and get on a plane and go fight for our freedoms wherever they may go or whatever it may be. Men and women in uniform, police officers in our city, uh, the EMTs, you know, this, this gal with the for voting, like all these different pieces, they're doing their own individual thing to fight this deeper war. There's bookends of a, of, a, of a battle of evil all over the place. And I think if we all step up and do our little part, which may be, I'll get back to your question, 
it can be as simple as what you hear all the time. Keep it simple, stupid. Like, are you smiling? Mm. Are you thanking? Are you opening the door? Are you praying? Are you praying in front of somebody out loud? What is it you're doing? Um, keeping it simple. And I think for the most part that we are doing far more much good than we think that we are. The buildup of living in 2022 is heavy. Um, we're expected to lift the world. And the reality is, is the bubble that and the influence that you live in, a lot of times where it always should be is right there in your home. That may be all you have. But if you have a little influence of friends and it trickles and it starts to grow, that it's unstoppable. The most powerful thing on earth and the most powerful weapon is love, right? And that flag's full of love. That's the reason I think a soldier leaves home is for his family, right? That's it. There's a little bit more, but that's it. It's love. <coughs> We've had some cool people on this show. And uh, we have once a week where we talk about God in America and talk about the importance of God. Um, I will tell you, I'm amazed by the spirit that I felt today as we talked about the flag. Um, I'm actually a little bit floored by it, actually. I'm, I'm shocked. Um, because I've been very, it's, I've, I've just not, I've, I'm taken back by how emotional I've, I've been today and felt. Um, but I want to thank you, you know, for what, for what you're doing. I want to thank you for, <coughs> you know, reminding us and, and, and building helping build that army, God's army, and those that army of people who, who understand and willing to fight for freedom because you're doing that. Uh, you, you know, you're, you are fighting in the cultural war, and that's what's, and that's the most important thing. And just uh, to our listeners, um, the enemy flies a flag. You know, the flags matter. And get, get a flag. I mean, fly your flag. Stand up for America. Stand up. I mean, teach your children to fly a flag. Teach your children to respect the flag. You know, if every if every house here in Utah, I mean, even if two thirds people who believe in America would just fly their flag, what a what a what a show of force that would be, um, and how much that would do to unite us. So, um, Kyle Fox, God bless you, brother. Thank you much, man. I love being on. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, folks, we all have a role to play. We, we are not sent to this earth to sit on the sidelines in the most important period in the history of humanity. We are living in one of the most, in, in the most prophetic of times, and we were not sent to sit on the sidelines. We were sit, sent to play on, on the field to shape history. There's a man that's doing that. Let's all do that. God bless you. God bless America.